seconds left. Boston only has a one-point lead. Greer is putting the ball on a play. He gets it out deep and Havlicek steals it. from the parking lot, and Vermont has a 59-55 lead. Swung line drive left field, one run is in, here comes Green, here's the throw to the plate, he is safe, Braves win, Braves win, Braves win, Braves win. Five seconds left in the game, do you believe in miracles? Yes! Unbelievable. Down goes Frazier, down goes Frazier. I just got three things to say. God bless our troops. God bless America. And gentlemen, start your engine! It's showtime. Ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, and sports enthusiasts from around the world. This is the podcast you have all been waiting for. Whether listening in the car, on your morning drive, or with one earbud in at the office, this is the sports show that has it all. From pro wrestling to the octagon, from the gridiron to the baseball diamond, from the pitch to the ice, it's all here. You have tuned in to Mount Sterling's most downloaded podcast that drops on Saturdays at 3 a.m. This is not your average podcast. This is From Corner to Corner. And now, here are your hosts. Sean Big Papa Kuyper, Wes Redman Crouch, Adam Big Country Muncie, and Neil Mulletman Payne. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of From Corner to Corner. It's sexual, baby. And I want to give it all to you. Who's the theme song? I don't know, you just caught me off guard <laughs> Sexual chocolate, Mark Henry. He totally threw me off right there. So, anyway, <laughs> Neil, Neil, Sean, and Wes here with you now. For a moment. Well, Wes is here for a moment. A moment. Wes wanted to do a rant. And not just any rant. A rant about his boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. And I'm actually going to highlight this, put it out on social medias because, you know, he loves him so much, I can't believe we're getting a rant. So it's obviously so. going to be Bruce Pearl. Because <laughs> he loves the University of Tennessee because Wes Crouch sucks a big orange. <laughs> I can't stand the University of Tennessee. <laughs> Although, I, we, we kind of said not too long ago, I would rather cheer for them than Louisville. Mm-hmm. And that's true. So before we do our intro, Wes... You gotta, you gotta hit the road, Jack. So, rant for us. Listen, I love the Kentucky Wildcat basketball team, and I don't, I wouldn't want anybody else other than Coach Cal. Nobody else. Uh, maybe I should rephrase I that. Say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that anybody else can take his place currently. I mean, I think somebody can take his place, but I don't know that he, they're going to be able to do what he has done here. Fair. And I think that he's getting back to the point where he is I found the found his way again. Until after the UNC Wilmington game. Yes, we got beat. We did. 
I think that UNC Wilmington team probably wins their conference. Well, they're the reigning conference champion. And and, and they're, they're a pretty good mid-major team. You don't come into Rupp Arena as, as a mid-major and win. You just don't do it. You're not supposed to. Not supposed to. Not supposed to. We're Kentucky. But it does happen. We is Kentucky. And we don't give <laughs> Marcus Teague. But Coach Cal said something in his press conference that – absolutely crawled all over me. And this is the problem that Coach Cal has right now that that if you remember during our Santa show last year, I told him he be he be, he need be gone. <laughs> he need be gone. He said and I paraphrase this cuz I couldn't I couldn't find it right off the t- right off the cuff, but he basically said and you're all's favorite player can't stop 17 straight straight line drives. He said that in a press conference. I assume he's referring to Reed Shepard. He's referring to Reed Shepard, but he won't say Reed Shepard's name because he knows he, he knows better. Number one, he's he better be glad he's here because him and Jeff didn't see eye to eye for a long time. I still don't know that they see eye to eye. And until about sophomore junior year and it was patched up enough to be to be able to get Reed here at University of Kentucky. And obviously, you can see he's pretty darn good. He's jumped into the top first round of mock drafts. Right, exactly. And then he says something like that. That crawls all over me as a fan. He number one, he didn't really smack Reed. He smacked the fans again. This is Wait. where Sorry. This is where Robic and Dwayne Peavy would have pulled him after that and said, Stop. You cannot say those things. You cannot refer to the fan base as idiots. And for the most part, that's what he's doing. Without saying idiot, he's saying, You all are a bunch of idiots, let me coach. You basketball bennies and all that crap that he's saying. I thought he was over it. I, I thought he had gotten he he got a couple more coaches that had basically told him, "Hey, PR wise, let's do this, let's do that." Uh, and he had made a change. His offense have, has made a change to where he's shooting threes and layups like modern basketball does now. I thought he had made a change, and then he comes out after that and does that. It just it drives me insane. Just coach basketball and don't talk to your fans or don't talk indirectly to your fans because that's what you're doing don't do it just talk about what your basketball team's doing well one of the big problems with Cal is that sometimes he opens his mouth and he lets his arrogance fall out and he wants to act like he's smarter than everybody in the room and that he's God's gift to basketball uh buddy Sometimes you come off as a Wish.com version of Rick Patino. okay? Um, he, he likes that kind of attention. But that right there is why he says things like that. Because we're, talk, we're not talking about – because he's completely now taken the, the, the attention off them losing to UNC Wilmington, and now it's strictly focused on him right. and how big an ass John Calipari is. Well, not only that, but that right there is why kids don't want to play f- – Kentucky kids don't want to play for Kentucky. And the ones that do come in, you, I guarantee you, Shepard's done with, at the University of Kentucky after this season. Whether he transfers or he goes to the NBA, he's done. I don't he, think so. He won't want to put up with he that He won't crap. transfer because he didn't come here for Cal. 
He came here to play Kentucky. He came here to play for Kentucky. He's the one. He's the one or two kids that, for the most part, even on the football team, they come and play for Mark Stoops. They come and play for Vince Morrow. They come and play for Coach Cal, not Reed Shepard. He came and played for what is on the front of the jersey. Because and I would bet did. you that uh, that Travis Perry is coming because he wants to play for the name on the jersey. But Reed Shepard probably won't be in Lexington next year because he'll probably be making millions of dollars in the NBA. Yeah. I mean, you're not saying anything I don't know, Wes. I told you he can't coach. That's the, the he cannot make in game adjustments. So but, so but, if but, you if when you say he can't coach though, how coach. do they beat Miami, which was a top ten team? Because they ran them off the floor. You but put he a, didn't do any of that. No, you put him in a close game, he's going to get beat every time. He can't make adjustments. He can coach. You don't get to the level he's been at and not be able to coach. Right. Well, he can't make adjustments, okay. which is the it's, biggest thing of coaching. There's more than no, coaching. you know. I mean, he's he's but still teaching them some sort of, of offense. He's when still it, teaching them some sort of defense. When he's, he's beating a team by 20 points, you don't have to coach that much. But when you get in a close game or you get smacked around in the first half the way they did, they came. They was down 13. Got back within eight at halftime. Come back, took a six point lead. Right. Which he, means he made some sort of adjustment. And he, and he couldn't maintain that. But when you're not hitting and you just continue to keep well, but, jacking up three. So but, he, he can coach. He does have some faults. Flaws. But he can, uh, flaws. But he can coach. I mean, you don't, you don't go to uh, win a national championship and go to numerous Final Fours with multiple, te- multiple teams. Yeah, I mean, he's taking he's three, th- three teams to Final Fours. Right. But – you're missing the entire reason of why they lost. Because DJ Wagner didn't play. No. Right. I, I I took them minus the 18 points. It was a guaranteed loss. Well, <laughs> that is true. I'm glad you brought Listen, that up. Don't ever let I was coach, going to don't ever up. let Sean bet on your girls' no. golf team. <laughs> it's a guaranteed loss. Don't don't you ever. It was the easiest bet that I could have if possibly you made. Ever bet Kentucky again? We're just gonna. Put well, you just, in the dumpster next just time. Just so you know, I've already been no, in the SEC and the National God, title. Dang it. He's already done it. I was going to tell you, he's already, he's already bet him to win the SEC and the National title. Because <laughs> he's a Jader fan. I need, hey, DraftKings, we're not on live. DraftKings, I need you to revoke his um, his bets, bets his, his, his whole account. Win. Take him win. out. I, all I want to do is win, win, win. If I could take it back and get my money back, I'd do it today. That was, that was, they're, they're perfect. Don't do it again. Put the money well, in your pocket. Listen, so this season's already wasted. Right. <laughs> I don't win the SEC and the national championship. <sighs> <laughs> hey, for the record, I made that bet prior to them beating the snot out of Miami. That doesn't mean anything. That just means that they'll just fool us. But then they'll end up doing a St. Peter's in the first I, round. I will say, now listen. Because of you. This this loss to UNC Wilmington, that's a typical Cal loss. Like, that's that that's the kind of stuff that Cal does. Yeah, but but he used not to be. But, but even, I mean, think about his very first game here at Kentucky. John Wall had Versus, to hit a buzzer beater against Miami, Ohio. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're so right. So, we had, like – and it's because I think one of his biggest faults, he can get a team up for Kansas. He can get a team up for Miami. Yeah. It's the 
UNC Wilmington 100% was a trap game. It, it was 100% a trap game because he wasn't focused on them, he, which means his team wasn't focused on them. That's one of his faults is that he can't get his team up for every game. Yeah. And and I would rather put it in that sense than saying he can't coach. And well, Sean hates him, so he's going to always say he can't coach. But uh, I mean, listen, he also says Billy Napper can't coach. Billy Napper comes out, beats Tennessee, and he's like, I think he's the right guy. <laughs> I think he's the right guy for Florida. Go when, Jaders! When they hired him for the Jaders, I was Jader chomping, and I love that man. And then he gets me, and he's like, he's terrible. He is the world's worst. He sucks. He sucks. He does. Yeah, they're going to fire him. I can't believe they didn't fire him. The only reason they didn't but, fire him is because he kept that transfer. But, but I told you that he was going to get at least three years. It's a miracle. He's going to get at least three years. He'll be gone next year. Yeah, and listen, don't upset a couple people. Like, I love that Billy Dapper. Look, that, Woo! I, I can't believe you didn't put that T-shirt on the website. Jaders. Jaders. We need jaders on the website. <laughs> Ain't nobody gonna buy that shirt. I don't know. I might buy Ain't one. Ain't nobody of buying any J A T O R S. Or old Chelsea's like, I ain't making no more stuff for them. Nobody's yeah. buying anything. Well, we, I mean, we do give away a lot of shirts that she makes. That's true. So well, we pay for those. We do. I mean, so she gets money. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Any more? Any more rants? Um, no. All right, no. Red Donkey signing off. He saluted you guys. He can't see. We're not live. <laughs> Mute his microphone. He is muted. Good. That was listen. In terms of West rants, that was a pretty good West rant. That was a good West rant. He cannot stand the fact that I don't like Coach Cal though. Salute your shorts. He just saluted us again. <laughs> um, and no, I I get it. Like I can see why people don't like Coach Cal. Uh, he's a very unlikable guy at times. Well, and he's right though, right? His 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 demeanor, his ego, like mm-hmm. you said, just kind of falls well, out like of his, his mouth. His his arrogance, like he yeah. trips over his arrogance. Yeah, I'm surprised. Like it's just it's it's everywhere. He just thinks he's God's gift I, to basketball. I just wish for for once he could win win a close game. He. But he really struggles in close games. He does, but you like he's won close games. What was it? It was um maybe the Michigan State. Was it the Michigan State game last year? Like there was a game that we had no like it was a no, close we, game. I, we lost the Michigan State in, game in, last year because they gave overtime. up the daggone layup. Right, and and, and but there yeah. was a games in in the last couple of years that and it was against a bigger opponent that I was like he typically doesn't win those games. Yeah, and and and. And he did. Um, I think that, I mean, he just, he goes away, and we talked about this Saturday. He goes away from what his bread and butter is. Like, we talked about the loss to Wisconsin. There's no reason we just don't give the ball to Carl Anthony Towns and say, take Frank Kamansky to school. Yeah. Like, Against against West Virginia in, in in ten his first year here the 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 John Wall Demarcus Cousins team we were they were in a zone so logic and reason would tell you the way you get out of a zone is you shoot a team out of a zone right right well that works if you're hitting right but that team couldn't shoot worth we a crap we couldn't shoot but we had we had Demarcus Cousins in the middle John Wall Eric Bledsoe maybe the two fastest players in the country yeah 
pounded in the middle. Yeah. They're going to get at, they're going to have to come out of the zone. Yeah. But I mean, even in the game against Kansas, Ty, uh, uh, Dillingham hits five straight three pointers, comes out of the timeout, dude's on the bench. Yeah. What the flip? Right. You're telling me that's a solid coaching decision? It's, no, it's not. And, and Reed, when he first hits the floor, has more energy than anybody else out hustling everybody in that game. Him and Dillingham single-handedly brought us back in that from that deficit against Kansas. Comes out of the timeout, neither guy's on the floor. Right. He does make questionable It's because decisions. he there are some there are some guys that have not come to the University of Kentucky because of the pure thing of that right there. Now, I don't think that like I'm not a proponent that I think a guy should shoot it like Reeves hit shot like 27 times in that one right. game, which is a big number for a Kentucky player because mm-hmm. Cal don't, normally doesn't allow that to happen. But when a guy's hot, let him shoot. Let him shoot. I mean, you remember? Do you remember Jody Meeks breaking the breaking the scoring record at Tennessee? Yeah, he was going to shoot. Yeah, I mean, just I mean, but that's the kind of thing that Cal does. Mm-hmm. Like there was no reason to take Reed and Dillingham off of the court against Kansas. None. When Dillingham misses three in a row, okay, take him out. But if you remember the year that we um, was it the year we lost? Maybe it was the year we lost the national championship game, and we had Booker and Eulis as freshmen. Yeah, and they were hot. Yeah, he takes them out to put the Harrison twins in. Yeah, because he felt like he owed the Harrison twins something. Like he. One thing Cal is, he's, is he's loyal to he some of his guys. Loyal to a fault. To a fault. And that's and, – and, But see, and, to me, that's questionable coaching. He I does make under- questionable decisions. I understand yes. the loyalty thing. But, but man, a lot – like, who was the other kid? Um, young. That wound James up, Young. James Young. Was he on the 2012 team? No. James Young would have come around – Probably 14, 15, something like that. He he was with Shea Gilchrist, wasn't he? No, I think he was before Shea. I don't remember. But that kid that kid was the best shooter we had on that team. And he'd do the same daggone thing. Yeah. You know? And and I, I like it's like, how dare you go out there and score 18 points in a row? Get on the bench. Yeah. Like, what, what the flip? Right. And I think that's the thing that just rubs people the wrong way. It's definitely what gets me. Is the fact that sometimes you're just like I don't understand why you did that, right? And 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 most of the time it backfires. On well, and you listen to and when you listen to him talk, he doesn't. You all, I mean, you know that I don't like Matt Jones, and part of the reasons I don't part of the reason I don't like Matt Jones is because if you have an opinion different than Matt Jones, he thinks you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, and and he'll tell you that. Yeah, he don't mind that at all. Cal has the same like the same air about him. Like if you question anything Cal does, he's like, "How dare you question me?" Yeah. Like think about everything I've done for you. Well, buddy, you haven't done anything for us, frankly, since 2012. Yeah. I mean, we have one. We went. We we have made a couple Final Fours. We went to a national championship game or two since, since then. But when was the last time you won anything? I mean, it, it's been 11 years. When was the last time you won anything? Right. And and it's. Like you take his first five years versus his last eight years, 
if he didn't have his first five years, he would not be the coach at Kentucky right, right now. Well, and I, you know, to piggyback off what what Wes said, he is starting to get some of that swagger back that he had those first five or six years. Well, um, and and he, you, look, we have a very talented basketball well, and, team. And, you know, you and I have talked that's about this. That's why I bet them to win the SEC in the national title. And that's still not a bad bet. I know you're unlucky in terms of bets a lot of times. <laughs> that's still not a bad bet. Um, but I will tell you that the 20 team that when, when, when COVID canceled the world, that 20 team was special too. Like, yeah. You know, if that 20 team makes the run that everybody thinks that they're probably going to make – a lot of the criticisms Cal has, people aren't having that right Probably now. Probably not. Because I mean, look at Tyrese Maxey. Yeah. He is taking over the NBA. Uh-huh. He's becoming a superstar. Yes. Quickly has kind of got put on the back burner because they brought in Jalen Brunson. Yeah. But he's still he's a, he's, a guy that is playing every night for the Knicks. Mm-hmm. And they were running our backcourt. Yeah. Um, so, I think we were going to – you know, because winning cures all – and people tend to tolerate arrogant Cal and him saying things like that when you're winning. Yeah. And 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 when you're not winning and you're losing to St. Peter's in the first round of the NCAA tournament and you're making questionable and and you don't see us be where I mean, there's no more arrogant fan base than Kentucky basketball fan base. I mean, it's Alabama football. It's it's equivalent to Alabama football. They yeah. think they should be in the national championship game every year. Duke basketball. And God, it's they're like, awful. And 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 it's like that's not realistic. Right. I mean, because it's so even across the board now. It, it's it's unrealistic to think that you should be in the Final Four every year. Yeah. But well, we, we should our, be in the Final and Four. Our, and our team that lost to St. Peter's last year was a very boring offense. Mm-hmm. That wasn't a cow offense. It was all Oscar. Because he was loyal to a fault yeah. to Oscar. Yeah. He ran everything through him, and we couldn't shoot. Yep. And, I mean, this team can shoot. I think – He's still trying to work out his rotation. We got North Carolina next Saturday, if I remember correctly. That'll be a big test because North Carolina's playing really good right now. Um, I told you early on, I I told all of us early on, that this team was a less talented version, but it reminded me of the 2012 team. Yeah. And I still still say that. If we get the help on the inside, I can see – some, if, you know, some big danger. I mean, know. Bradshaw gets back in game shape. We get Big Z, even though I think he's going to be a project. Um, I don't know that he's going to get cleared. And then, um, you know, when we get back in the swing of things, this team's going to be okay. Yeah. But Cal definitely – I mean, he's going to continue to have arrogance just falling off of him. Yeah. yeah. So. No, I, I get that for, for, for sure. So, uh, we didn't plan on opening up the uh, – Talking about your boyfriend. Yeah. You love yeah. John Calipari. Yeah, we, we you would kiss him on open. the mouth right now. You would mouth kiss him. With my fist. No, with your mouth. With my fist. Mouth. No, I would not. There would be a saliva string. <laughs> yeah. So we had the college football playoff. Did we? Come come out. I, we didn't, I haven't heard anything about it. We talked about Saturday how it was going to be a crazy day. Who made it? I haven't heard anything about you it. You haven't heard? No. Well, Florida State finished undefeated. They did, and they won the ACC. So, surely they're in. They are not. What? Yeah, because Alabama shook it all up. I mean, but Georgia won 29 straight games. Yes, I know they lost to Alabama. Two-time defending national champions. Surely they're in. Nope. No. What? Nope. So, you got Michigan. Okay. Who played the 
lowly Iowa Hawkeyes. They're bad. Look, I Look, knew their I'm offense telling you, was bad. You want to know how my bet, my betting goes? I took the I took the Hawkeyes at plus one, or I, I mean their game total, team total was it six and at a half? half a point. I needed a safety or a field goal. Couldn't get it. They no, got they shut out. They, did they get to Paul the ball past midfield? Yes, and then they turned it over. I think. Uh, like. I knew their offense was bad. It's really bad. It's really bad. Yeah, and, and what I don't understand is, like, why do you continue to allow Ferens to coach the offense? I mean, they finished 10-2. and two. Yeah. They're, they're playing, probably going to win a bowl game. They're playing in a New Year's Day bowl. Yeah. Which I guess. will be ugly. Yeah. You know. I don't know. So, you got Michigan, Washington, Texas, and Alabama. Listen, I'm in the minority here. Aside from Georgia, can you argue those aren't the four best teams? No, I mean, I, we put out a little post uh, uh, yesterday on the, the socials, or Sunday on, on the socials, about some of the things that had never happened in the college football playoff. One, an undefeated team had never – Missed the college football playoff in 10 years. Mm -hmm. Number two, a conference champion had not missed the playoffs. Number three. That's that's untrue. I'm sorry. I'm thinking. I was going to say, Penn State won the conference title and they didn't, won the Big Ten, they didn't get in. Okay. It it wasn't that. It was the head to head. Any team that had won the head to head. So you had Texas beating Alabama, which is how that all happened. And then there was, uh, oh, a, a no team had ever jumped from the seven or eight slot into the playoffs. And we had two. Yeah, Texas was at seven, Alabama was at eight, Ohio State was at six, and Oregon was at five beforehand. Now, here's the here's the biggest controversy to me: is going into the final weekend, you had Florida State at four. If you didn't think Florida State deserved to be in. You already knew they didn't have Travis. Right. Because they beat Florida with their backup quarterback. Who they lost in that game. Who lost who they lost in that game. And then go into the ACC championship game with their third string freshman quarterback. And they won. Ugly. It was ugly. It was ugly. But they won. But Rodemaker's gonna be back would have been back for the playoffs. Now, but here's the thing. This is the thing that bugs me the most. I do believe they put the right four teams in there. I do. Um, I think it's impossible not to have the SEC champion in there. Agreed. Unless Alabama had been a two-loss team. And, and, and we and we talked about that. Had yeah. had Alabama not converted the fourth and a miracle play against Auburn. Yes. And they were setting it 10-2. and two, Yeah. They're not making there, it. There's no way. No. They, they could not have explained that away. No. Right? The I think the thing that bothers me the most is – you knew they weren't going to have Jordan Travis. Mm-hmm. So he shouldn't have been at number four the week prior. Right. Because what happened the the show three weeks ago when Jordan Travis got hurt right here on the show? You said. I told you all they were not going to be on the playoffs, that they would hold that against them, and they did. They did. They come straight out and said it. They have. We could not count them as the same team 
without and Jordan Travis. My, I, I struggle with that because that was their lead. If you look at their whole body of work, they only beat three teams that had an above 500 yeah. record. Yeah. Their strength of record was three. Their uh, their strength uh, of schedule, strength was, 55. Of schedule yeah, was 55. And, I mean, Georgia had a weak schedule. And that's why they didn't get in, right? But, so, of course, you couldn't put Georgia in not winning. I mean, I know there was a lot of argument to it, but there was too much other good things that right. happened. It's the first time we've ever had this many undefeated teams had, and one-loss teams. Had Louisville, Wes's favorite team, taking care of business on Saturday? Yeah. No argument here. No argument from anybody. Yeah. But the fact that we had a power five. Now, it also doesn't help that the ACC is a suck conference this year. Yeah. They're bad. Yeah. Clemson wasn't as good. Notre Dame wasn't as good. I mean, Louisville was in the ACC championship game, and they barely won, what, three games last year, four games? I mean, and two of their losses, one of their losses was against Pittsburgh. Yeah. Which was a bad loss. Can't beat anybody. And and they – they should have beat Kentucky, but they turned the ball over a bunch of times. Right. So if Louisville takes care of business, nobody's arguing. And, and, I, and I think here's the other thing too is when Ohio State lost, they were number two. They only dropped six, which really set them up that if a couple of things had played out, they could have snuck in, mm-hmm. which is wrong. Right? They should have fell further. But, but because, to be honest with you, if they're not in the conference championship game, they didn't need to be in the position above Texas and Alabama. Well, I mean, that happened to them last year. They lost in the they they lost to Michigan. Yeah, and and they made the they made the college football playoffs. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But absolutely, the word of the week last week was subjective, and we found out this week that it's all, all subjective. Sub- yeah, when we sit in a room and we talk about it. It's all subjective. Win, yeah. Wins and losses at that point are almost non-existent. They, 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 right. they don't matter. Right. So they had the six to eight teams there, there on the table, right? Yep. And it came down to players that were out. Yep. It came down to how you travel. And it came down to money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, and, and, and if you think otherwise, you're you, not paying attention. You got your head in the sand. Yeah. Money drives everything. And, and I look, I hate it for Jordan Travis. Mm-hmm. I hate it for Florida State. But in the grand scheme of things, they were not going to be able to to bring the money to the table at, like Alabama. And and here's here's the real reason behind all of it. Blame TCU. TCU gets to the national championship last year and got ran off the field. By Georgia, and it was like we gave we gave that lesser team an opportunity, and they got smoked. Same thing with Cincinnati two years ago. Yes, yes, and you're going to see moving forward. We're going to go to twelve teams, but it's going to be that twelfth team that's going to be your Liberty, right? So they, Dusty and Danny was talking was talking this week why Oklahoma is not in the top twelve, right? Well, I think Liberty is at 12. And when you look forward to next year, a two-loss Oklahoma is not going to get in that 12th spot over an undefeated Liberty. They're going to give that that uh, spot. 
what do they call the other five? Uh, um, the no. n- not the power five, but the the other five. Whatever. Yeah. I can't think of what what they're what they're calling now. But they're going to give that spot away, and that number twelve team is 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 going to they'll get mopped off the floor. They might get by that first game because they'll probably play. T- I'm not. I haven't looked to see how the seating is going to work, but it probably they would play the five team. They play the five team. So, they're so get, right they're now, mopped off the floor. Yeah. So right now they would play Florida State. You know, Liberty versus Florida State. Which, by the way, if you really want to argue about Florida State, they're playing against Georgia in the bowl game, and they're a two two touchdown dog yeah. to Georgia. Yeah. And Georgia probably, if Georgia wants to. They'll beat them by twenty or thirty points. Georgia's going to beat them by that bad, yeah. Because Georgia's going to wants to prove a point that you made the wrong choice. Yeah, I told you Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, that it's going to be the Kirby Smart revenge tour. Yeah, because Carson Beck will be better next year. They'll they don't normally hit the portal, but I mean they are going to lose Bowers. He's going to go to the pros. He's a top, he's a top ten pick. Um, but but you're right. I also think. Milrow, I, I am look. I am not an Alabama fan, but I like that kid. He's he's got perseverance like we haven't seen in a yeah. while, and 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 he did it. Um, I was telling you about Marty Smith interviewing him. Yeah, I saw and, that. I saw that. Later. And and he said everybody wrote me off. Yeah, but I didn't write myself off. Right. And like he got emotional. Yeah. Because you think about the Texas game, and then they followed it up with South Florida. Yeah. He he was a bum. Yeah. That guy sucks. Yeah. They went through three quarterbacks against South Florida. Yeah. And he wound up, I think, because of injuries, wound up back on the field. And if he that, never looked back after if that. If they don't have Jalen Milrow, they're not in the playoff. No. One, he made a one in a thousand uh, throw against that. I mean, Perfect. somebody said today that they play that game a thousand times, they lose 999 times. Well, Nick Saban has said they practiced that play. Yeah. Like yeah. that was in that was in the the way back of the of the playbook. Like, yeah, coach, we need a fourth and thirty one. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, here's the play. Yeah, I think part of the thing with Alabama at the beginning of the season was Tommy Reese. You know, getting which, I was which we all questioned Tommy Reese's hire last year, and it's it, it he got settled in. It seems to be a pretty good hire. Yeah, yeah, I, I think he's getting comfortable, and you know, Milrow's young. Yeah. You know, so you're going to see him around for a little while. And I'll be honest with you, I would not want to play Alabama. Even Michigan, when they found out they were playing Alabama. Did you see their players? Yeah. They They, were like, it was an audible groan. Yeah. And then you had the few guys that were like, yeah, yeah, bring on Bama. It's like, you don't want that. Yeah. And if I'm Nick Saban for the next month, I play that audible groan (laughs) before we practice. Every yeah. single day. Yeah. Listen, boys, this is the number one team in the nation. People don't think we belong here. Yeah. These guys are already scared to play us. Yeah. Let's go take care of business. Yeah. I fully expect Texas Alabama National Championship game. And I think Alabama beats them. I do too. And I think it could be Nick Saban Swan Song. And the crazy thing about it is is six weeks ago I I decided I've told you all about it. I decided, man. Alabama's fifteen hundred to one to win the national championship, and it's right when they were starting to play good. Yeah, 
The worst part about it is I only put two bucks on it. I wish I'd put a little bit more. And I'm not rooting for Alabama to win, but if they win, I'll take the cash. Right. Pay me cash. We just talked about money talks. It does. It does. And – but it, look, we talked about this this morning on the on the ride in. We won't have this argument anymore. It doesn't matter how many undefeated teams we have or how many one loss teams we have, because now we're going to twelve. Right? The argument next year will be Oklahoma versus Liberty. Who cares? Right. Right. Because in the grand scheme of things, I think any team like the, like the mark is. What do you think? The top six teams, if we watch for the next five years, what's the chances anybody outside the top six wins the national tournament? Very, very slim. Yeah. I'll tell you where another argument's going to come. It's going to come who gets the, the four buys. Yeah. That So out of the top five, because the five power five conference winners yeah. are, I guess, four power five conferences now because – Pac-12 is gone. Pac-12 is gone. Um, but it's going to be, you know, let's say – that Pac-12, Mountain West, let's say Oregon State, goes on a good run in in a couple years, and they're eleven and one, okay, and they're in the top five or six. You're gonna have people arguing over, well, who should get those? But like, yeah, I mean, I guess the Pac-12 kind of took care of that because there there's only you you now only have Big Ten, uh, Big Twelve, ACC, but but, and but SEC. you're but you're gonna get the argument that. Okay, if Georgia and Alabama play again in the regular season and Georgia Georgia beats Alabama, Alabama goes to the SEC championship game undefeated, Georgia comes in one loss, and then Georgia beats Alabama. Mm-hmm. Are you going to see both of them get a top four seed? Or think about this. Al- Alabama, let's say they lost to Auburn. They come in the, they come to the SEC championship game a 10-2 and two team. Yeah. They beat Georgia, who's undefeated. Yeah. You gonna give a ten and two SEC champion a first round bye? Right. I don't know how you can. I mean, that's where the argument will go there in the grand scheme of things. Me personally, I probably wouldn't want the bye. I'd rather be the fresh team. Yeah. Because they're gonna you know they're gonna play these things back to back weeks. They're not gonna take, you know, weeks off. You get the right team in there if they get hot, you know. Well, but, then you think you take a team like Notre Dame. Yeah. How does Notre Dame factor into this? Right. They're not a part of any conference. Right. And then your uh, your other thought process on that too is that we would have had four SEC teams in mm-hmm. this year because Ole Miss and Missouri are both finished in the top twelve. What we're going to f- find is that the Big Ten and the SEC are going to take up eight, probably, well, of the 12 spots. With the, um, I shared this stat a few weeks ago. With all the teams that are moving to the Big 12 and the Big 10, Florida State is the only team in the top 12 at that time. You know, you got Liberty in there now. But Florida State and Liberty are the only two teams that are not in one of those three conferences. So, I like – I fully expect. I mean, so you look at that. So we had the, you named the four SEC teams. Yeah, Oregon, Washington are Big Ten teams next year. Yep. So Oregon, Washington, Ohio, Ohio State, State Michigan, and Michigan, and Penn State five teams. Where did Penn State finish? They're like seven, eight, did nine, they? somewhere in that range. So 
You had five Big Ten schools, four SEC schools. Nine of the 12 are from those two conferences. Yeah. Like. Yeah, and, and you got Florida State, uh, Liberty, and maybe it was Louisville, but I don't know where they finished in the final the final poll. Yeah. I don't know if they fell out or not. I, I, I imagine they, they were did. prior to the game in the top 12. Right. So, there's still going to be arguments next year, but arguments over who gets in, I think, will move way down the list. Yeah. Yeah. I saw somebody today was like, this is the equivalent of the the Kansas City Chiefs going 16-0 and and Patrick Mahomes breaking his leg week 17 and the NFL looking at him and saying, you don't get to make the playoffs. Not true. I understand what they're saying. But I will also say – Every backup quarterback in the NFL is pretty dang good. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's there's some teams that only carry two quarterbacks. Yeah. So if you're a backup quarterback in the NFL, if you're if you're the number one guy when the when when the guy goes down, you're pretty good. Yeah. And they're also surrounded by a team full of professionals. Yeah. Look what happened to the uh, to the Philadelphia Eagles a few years ago when Carson Wentz went down. Yeah. Nick Foles won the Super Bowl. Won the Super Bowl. That they don't win if Carson Wentz is the starter. Probably. Probably so. Yeah. So, don't. So there was a. I, I did hear. I heard something else that was like, okay, if Rodemaker, the backup quarterback for Florida State against Florida. Goes out and goes, throws 27 of 35, 278 yards and three touchdowns, and they win by 21 points. Different story. And he gets hurt, <clears throat> and then they win ugly in the ACC championship game. Does that change things? I think if he never gets hurt, because he didn't have a great game against Florida. No. If he has a better game against Florida, and he has a better, and, and, and he plays against Louisville. I don't think Florida State gets left out. I just – I they they did not want to see a 65-7 to 7 game. And so, they're, they're going to that, – that's going to be their mindset going forward. It's a – They don't want to see that. And I'm going to be honest, they couldn't bump Texas or Alabama. Couldn't do it. Now, uh, Joel Klatt. Joe Clatt was talking, and he said, "When I, he said, when Texas come up three, I knew Florida State was out." He said because they couldn't put Alabama above Texas, so if Florida State was going to be in, they would have been at three with the other undefeateds, mm-hmm. and Texas would have been at four. And he goes, "The minute I saw Texas's name up, I knew that Florida State was out and Alabama was in." Mm-hmm. And he's not wrong. Yeah, because. Had they went, I mean, the easiest thing that could have happened was Georgia. So, what happens if Georgia wins? Does Flor? I mean, Florida State's still out, though, right? No, uh, that's my so, yeah. So then, my question Probably. is: at that point, we have four thirteen and zero Power Five conference champions. I don't know how you leave. I think Georgia losing. Allowed Florida State to be out. I think if Georgia wins, I think they put Florida State in at four. That wouldn't have been one heck of an argument, wouldn't it? 
And I think it would have been because they had four 13 and 0 teams. Yeah. And, it and the, the first- argument at that point would have been so you got four undefeated teams. And you somehow figured out that one of them doesn't belong. Right. So I think if there one was, of these things is not like the I other. think if Georgia wins, I think they would have had to put Florida State yeah. out. Because then it looks really bad. It's like, so you mean to tell me that you're putting three 13 and 0 conference champions in, but you're not putting the four like yeah. that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Or if Texas doesn't look as good against Oklahoma State as they did. Yeah. Yeah. And in all in all fairness, though, I do think the the best four teams are in. I, I I've I, I've thought for several weeks now that Georgia might have been a little overrated because uh, they really didn't play anybody this year. I know they beat Old Miss Adam, and I know they beat Missouri, but in the grand scheme of things, the best team they played beat them and beat them. I mean, yeah, they only won by three, but like Georgia, just like they stopped, they changed, they, they started playing different in the fourth quarter. I will say that I too think the four best teams are in, but I could see where an argument could be made for Georgia. I think Georgia would be that fifth team. I think I think they should have been number five over over Florida State, which would have that would have been even worse, right? So. We're going to see those two teams play. Florida State's got a good defense. but They can't stop Georgia. I don't think they can either. And I think Georgia will have a, a point to prove. Now, we say that now, but today is transfer portal day. Man. And people are moving like crazy. Ohio State's quarterback. Starting quarterback. Gone. Starting quarterback. Yeah. Because Ryan Day wouldn't commit to him next year. The fans ran him out. The the fans blamed him for the loss. Yeah. So he's gone. Gone. That's come, a huge gift for somebody. Come to Nebraska, I'll take you. You know what I'd do if I'm Jim Harbaugh? You don't go to Michigan? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'd do if I'm Jim Harbaugh. Would that not be some craziness? Him him go to Michigan and turn around and beat him again. I'm like, you know, JJ's JJ's on his way out. As, as far as the transfer portal goes, Jim Harbaugh's gonna be in the transfer portal here in a month too. It looks that way. So And then you got the, the quarterback from Georgia, the backup, um that is transferring out. Oh, I didn't see that one. And Kentucky is his preferred destination. Okay. Vandergraff or something like that. He's got okay. a He's got a well, I mean, you know, he's a five-star guy. If he's, I mean, if you get, if you're a quarterback at Georgia or Alabama or Ohio, like Texas, yeah. you're a five-star quarterback, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, Nebraska supposedly has that kid coming in from Ohio State from you know that transferred last year. Uh, apparently, Cam Ward, the O or the Washington State quarterback, Ohio State's trying to get him. Uh, so, so is Ohio State going to become the? Transfer you is, all these quarterbacks are transferring like crazy. Is well, and then uh, what's his name left? Uh, Dylan Dylan Gabriel. Yeah, left Oklahoma. It's believed that he might follow Levy to Mississippi State. Yeah, because uh, he's followed him from uh, Central Florida, Oklahoma. It would make sense he followed him to yeah uh, Mississippi State. But true freshman quarterback from Oregon State is transferring, and is he's it, probably going to follow. Uh, the head coach and the head coach and the OC from Oregon State both went a, to Michigan State. It's a great hire from Michigan State. Uh, 
I think the best hire they could have made. And and you hate it because Jonathan Smith was an Oregon State guy. Yeah. But you don't belong anywhere. Like they literally don't belong if anywhere. If the Pac twelve doesn't fall apart, he doesn't leave. He doesn't leave. And he doesn't want to leave. I would say that was the toughest decision he's probably ever made. Yeah. Because that's home. Yeah. But um DJ Ukulele is also in the transfer portal again. Yeah. Um which he had a really good year. Yeah. I've always thought he would be a really good quarterback in Kentucky. I yeah. thought when he came out of Clemson, Kentucky may have a shot at him. Yeah. Um, he's going to land on his feet somewhere. And, you know, the elephant in the room is, what about Arch Manning? There's lots of people that speculate he may enter the portal. Yeah. I don't think he does. But does he want to sit behind Quinn Ewers another year? I mean, he's going to redshirt this year, so he's not. It's not like he lost a year. Yeah. Um, but yes, he'll have to sit behind him another year. Yeah. Unless Sarkeesian is going to say it's an open competition for quarterback spot, but how can you go against Ewers who took you to the college football playoff? What if they win the college football? Right. Playoff? What if they win the national championship? Yeah. You're you can't go away from Ewers then. Quinn Ewers doesn't get hurt earlier this season. He could be at the top of the list for the Heisman. Yes. Tonight, after this air, after this show airs on Saturday, who's walking away with the Heisman Trophy? Is it Saturday? Yeah. Do we know who they've invited? Not yet. When do we find that out? Actually, they may have made the announcement yesterday. I don't know. I just haven't seen it. It's um, got to be Bo Nix, uh, Jalen Daniels, I mean, you got to have Michael Penix. Probably Michael Penix and probably Marvin Harrison Jr. It would not shock me for Bo Nix to win. It wouldn't, but I think it's going to be Jalen Daniels. You're hoping it's Jalen Daniels. I'm Tell him why. It's going to Tell be, him why. Because I got some money on it. Which means he won't. <laughs> he probably won't. But he is still the only cash out option. On the betting sites, he which will, means that they also believe that he's going to win it. Not only will Jalen Daniels not win the Heisman, he will also Jordan Travis his leg as he goes to stand up, and he'll miss the ball game. Oh, my gosh. I hope not. But um, but it also kind of feels like one of those wonky years where Marvin Harrison Jr. could win the Heisman. I think if they were in the college football playoff, Marvin Harrison Jr. would have won. So he, he did not have a great game against Michigan. Caleb Williams, another elephant in the room. Does he go pro? He's saying he can make more money coming back to college next year. I think he should come back to college. He didn't help himself this year, did he? He did not. And, I mean, to the point that I am starting to see mock drafts with him being the third or fourth quarterback off the board. Yeah. I, I've seen most mock drafts I see now. Marvin Harrison's almost the unanimous number one pick. Because of who owns it. Um, and then we go from there. Drake May's up there. Um, Bo Nix and, and Michael Penix Jr. have both moved up the and, list. Jalen Daniels is moving up the list. Like I've, I told you on Saturday on the on the trip for us to see Ric Flair, woo! Um, if I'm being a Bears fan – Right now, they hold the number one from the Panth- from the Panthers and the number five. I'll take Marvin Harrison Jr. and Jalen Daniels all day long. 
Yeah. I don't want him to draft Caleb Williams. I don't like him. I'd rather than I keep think about how Justin I feel Fields. if Tampa drafted Caleb Williams. I would obviously like him better than I do our current quarterback. Right. But he's played pretty well. He's this played year. pretty well. And what I'm what I'm scared for, Sean, is that he's played well enough that they're gonna be like, We can give him an extension. Yeah. We don't need to extend Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Listen. And if you do he's outplayed Derek Carr. If you do, then we have to draft a quarterback. Yeah. Like, let's draft a quarterback. And we know at this point they do not like Kyle Trask. No, Kyle Trask is done. Yeah. Um, at least in Tampa. So if you re-sign Baker, you have to draft a quarterback. Because yeah. Baker's not the long term answer. No. Uh, and I think Baker is a really like I think in the NFL, he's gonna be a really good backup and somebody that if he has to come in and play, he's gonna be somebody to go to battle with you, can win games. Yeah. But he's not he's not a starting quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. One other thing on the um transfer portal before we get started, did you see the TikTok I shared with you from about the NC State kid that uh, they they were asking why he decided to transfer, right? Okay. And he said, like, a couple of weeks ago, they had him in, and they were talking. He said, man, he said, I love it here. I look forward to staying here and being a part of this college for, you know, three or four or five years, whatever, right? This past week, they brought him back in and said that they were basically telling him, you might want to put your name in the portal. We're going to be looking for another quarterback. And that's when I text out. It's like, we think it's the players being selfish, but it's not always the players nope. that are making these decisions to go into the portal. Sometimes it is the the, the the coaching staff that is going, maybe you should go into the portal. Yeah. Well, so one, one thing before we finish up college football talk for the day. Did you hear the argument? I think it was Stephen A. said if Deion Sanders was the head coach of Florida State, they put Florida State in the national championship, or I mean, in the college football playoff. Yeah. Do you agree or disagree? Well, basically, if if he meant if Deion Sanders' team was thirteen and zero and they had lost their quarterback, he guarantees they would have been in the playoffs because he brings attention yeah. and money to the sport. And I one thousand percent agree. Uh, you don't want that kind of negative. Well, on and um, next year is a pivotal year for Deion Sanders. We, we 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 talked about that Saturday because there's talk that Shadur and Travis Hunter should transfer out. They should yeah. put their names in the portal. You see what Keyshawn said about Shadur? Uh. Uh-uh. He thinks he's going to be the first college football player to get his own shoe deal. Makes sense. I can I can see it. Here's what I'll tell you. Do you hear that too? Yeah. What is that? Someone's car horn going off. It's not mine, is it? Nope. It just went <laughs> off. Um, I saw Deion Sanders' Hall of Fame ceremony when he got when he got inducted to the Hall of Fame. You want to give you want to take a guess on who was on stage with him as little kids? Shadour Sanders and Travis Hunter. You think they're going anywhere? Yeah. They're not going anywhere. Yeah. And I fully expect Colorado 
to be tremendously better next year. Yeah, had, he's going to go fill the voids that he's that he's got. Had he not ran his mouth like he did, but th- but that's what he does. Right. Okay. That's like telling. That's like saying if President Trump hadn't have got on Twitter like he did, that's what he does. Yeah. Right. Um, if Dion hadn't have been Dion and wouldn't have spouted off about you know we kept receipts and we coming and yeah. all that. I'm bringing my Louis. I'm bringing my. His Louis had a little bit of scratch and dent. Everybody would be tickled. It wasn't his Louis that had scratch and dents. It was the luggage that he bought from the transfer portal that yeah. had the scratch and dents. Yeah. But everybody would be tickled to death with a four-win season. Yeah. They're you, not. you got to get to the point. Like, Georgia doesn't dabble in the transfer portal. No. Need if to. they do, it's a necessary need. Like, I've got to have this kind of player, and I don't currently have it. i got to go get a middle linebacker. So, I'm going to go get that guy, right? But, I mean, like, the fact that or, that Ohio State is going to go after Cam Ward, I mean, that's kind of out of their nature. I think it shows you that Ryan Day is grasping at straws. Well, I mean, because Jim Harbaugh will totally take in transfers. Yeah. And he's really good at it. Yeah. Mark Stoops is pretty good at it, too. So, you, we talked about elephants in the room. There's another elephant. Is there? There's a possibility that Ferens retires at Iowa. There is. And it's a good possibility. Yeah. Because he's been a little emotional after his games here recently. Stoops takes that job if it's offered to him, right? I don't think so. I don't think Iowa. I, I don't mean, think he being his so. alma mater, though? Yeah, I don't. But – I don't think he leaves because I was not in as good a place. And they're ten and two. They're ten and two, but with no offense. But they played in the weakest division in the Big Ten. Well, that's true. I mean, that's like Georgia was twelve and zero in the SEC East. There's not going to be in a division there anymore. There's not. So you know you got to, and that's that's kind of scary. Um. So. I don't know. I, I don't. I think Kentucky to Iowa at best is a lateral move. Yeah. There's no way Iowa's going to pay him more. You wouldn't think they'd get now ten, twelve million. Five more. years ago, six years ago, that job comes open. He's a name for it. Yes. Now, I think I think he stays. Now, the Michigan job comes open, and they come calling. I think he listens there. Yeah. And it's very possible it's going to come open. The youth seem to think so. But if it comes open and they hire anybody other than Sherrod Moore or whatever the guy's name is that filled in for six games and was 6-0, and they're crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right. Yeah. He seems like the guy to take that job. Yep. So, so NFL-wise, there was some – Pretty ridiculous calls this past weekend. There's been ridiculous calls all year long. And with instant replay, mm-hmm. we shouldn't be getting these things wrong. But it also plays into the narrative that these games are scripted. Because you see them call, you know, roughing the passer. Yesterday, who was it I was watching? Detroit. And New Orleans. Did you watch that game yesterday? No. I watched the uh, 
I, Steelers I, Cardinals. I watched part of that one, and yeah, yeah. Steelers are a shit show. They're <laughs> well, terrible, and they lost their quarterback. Yeah, did they have a quarterback? Well, I mean, now it's been still risky. Yeah. So, offensive line broke down for the for the for the Saints. I forget who broke through for the Lions. He hit Derek Carr as he was throwing the ball, head to the side, to the ground, flagged him. The rules analyst, specialist, you can't slam the guy to the ground. You have to try to let up and get (laughs) – are you serious? No. It was a textbook tackle. Yeah. Can you imagine trying to tell Ray Lewis? Now listen, I know you had a shot at the quarterback. You have to hit, but you have to you have to let go. You have to get off of him. You have to pick him up, cradle him like they're a baby. Rock him like a baby. And then lay them lay gently them onto the ground. And then you see, you know, Josh Allen two weeks ago, the definition of horse collar. Yeah. Doesn't get called. Right. And it's like, what, like there's so many calls. Word of the day last week was what? Subjective. Subjective. There's so many calls that are subjective in the opinion of the official. Yeah. Well, you told me a story about Gilbert Arenas, right? Yeah. I've heard stories about numerous stories, especially the NBA. Hey, we need this. We want you to pay attention to this. I mean, Gilbert Arenas came straight out on a podcast and said that the refs didn't the refs don't make a lot of money mm-hmm. and he said I've seen players walk over and say I'll give you $20,000 the over on tonight's game is 142 points and he said and that guy go out and score 50 points mm-hmm. and he said walk traveled whatever no fouls called on him he said he was getting his points and we were getting above 142 well, so last night, Kansas City, Green Bay, which, by the way, I won $170. Um, it's a good thing you didn't share those bets with me. You Patrick Mahomes gets hit. He he runs. He scrambles. When you scramble out of the pocket, you've given up right. your, your protection. protection. Yep. You, you are not protected. Barring you sliding, you're not protected. He's running. He goes to get out of bounds. He's 12 inches from being, did you, did you Le- less than that? Maybe his one foot is probably four or five inches from the out of bounds. You line. can see green, yes, and he gets hit. Yeah, was it malicious? Was it overly excessive? It was just a good hard hit on a quarterback that you're like, I'm taking this hit. Yeah, and they flag him 15 yards for unnecessary roughness. Yeah, what? And then they make it up. There's a makeup call. Mahomes throws a deep ball to, to the oil rig. Yeah. Valdez Scantling. Yeah. And the and, dude is all over him. Yeah, murdered him. I mean, like, literally draped all over it him. It is the definition of pass interference. I mean, it, it looked like MVS was wearing a cape. Nothing. I know. Like, okay, you get a call wrong. The makeup calls really anger me. Yeah. Like, why are we making up for it? Just, I missed that. We got that wrong. Yeah. Listen, I understand Patrick Mahomes is afforded certain protections and liberties in the NFL. He's yes. he's the poster child. Yes. He's just, the face of the NFL. Just right like now. Tom Brady was. Yes. Tom Brady was afforded 
certain luxuries and calls. If they were iffy, they're yeah. going to go his way. Yeah. And that 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 that's a perk of being the face of the NFL, right? Yep. That's your discount double check. That that dude makes you a lot of money. Yep. But it's getting absurd. Yeah. And you know, I talked about people say that the NFL is scripted. You see things like this, and it's hard to argue against it. Yeah. Did you see the interview of Patrick? He 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 basically was like, well, you know, it is what it is. I'm, there's more things that I would love to say, but in the end of the day, we can't let ourselves be in that situation. I just got, we just got to make better plays. Which is the answer that you want your superstar MVP yeah. quarterback to say? Yeah. Listen, could could calls have gone our way? Yes, but we should have played better. Yeah. Had we played better, we'd never been in that situation. I, I, and of course, MVS can't catch ball. No, that was his first anyway. mistake. Yeah. I think the play was to get a. Pass interference call. Like, I yeah. think that's what that was. Yeah. It's like, you run deep, I'm going to throw you. Make sure the guy's all over you. Yeah, and had it been called, they'd probably win the game. And then also, it was questionable in the in the last the last throw he made at the end of the game. He heaved it into the end zone. All over. I mean, there was all kinds of jockeying for position. Yeah. In that situation, it was going both ways. Yeah. So, I can see why that's a no call. But the one a couple plays before that with, with MVS – that was passing interference. Yeah. You know, and it's like I told you Saturday, Kansas City's not the, – they're not going to win the Super Bowl. No. That, uh, dude, I, did you see what the 49ers did I think did the, the 49ers are back, man. They went in in all black. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. They walked into the stadium in all black. They talked trash all week long, and then they went out there and, and they put their foot on – Philadelphia's throat and going, they, yeah, you all keep saying that Brock Purdy didn't change the game. Okay, well, Mr. Brock Purdy goes out and throws for like three or four touchdowns. When they're healthy and he has a healthy Debo Samuel Dude. and a healthy CMC and a healthy Brandon Ayuk and a healthy George Kittle, they're scary. Looking at that, I don't see Anybody that can beat the and 49ers. then the, the 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 Washington Redskins gave them Chase Young for a half drank bottle of Gatorade yeah. and a bag of peanuts. Yeah, yeah. And you put Chase Young with Joey Bosa, and that puts them at home field now. That took the home field away from uh, Philadelphia, didn't it? Yeah, I think. Well, you've heard the conspiracy that goes back to the NFL being scripted. The color of the logo on the graphic. Is what you go back and look. The color matches the two teams that played in the Super Bowl. You know, you want to give me a guess on the color of the of the uh, Super Bowl logo this year? Red and gold. Red and purple. Ravens and Forty ers Ravens and Forty ers if it, if it happens, remember that on December 4th. We'll make a note of it and put it up here on our board. I said that 49ers Ravens in the Super Bowl. Based off what people are saying off the color of the, of the Super Bowl emblem, or logo. So is last year's logo? Green and, green and red. Green and red. Year before that? It would have been. Uh, the Rams. It was the Rams and, and the Chiefs, the Bengals, Bengals. So orange and blue, maybe. And then the year before that, it was Tampa and and uh, Kansas, City. Kansas City. And the colors match the teams that ended up in the Super Bowl for the last several years. 
Now, the validity, maybe they altered the colors to make it fit their narrative, right? Well, I can tell you this right now. We'll mark it down. But if that happens, the minute we see next year's logo. We're going to make we're gonna make bets. We're making bets. I'm just not betting the teams you do. Right. <laughs> if I bet purple and I go with the Ravens, you're like. I'm Vikings. Vikings, Vikings, Vikings it is. I'm, I've, I always there believed in Josh Dobbs. <laughs> Man, I hadn't heard that, but that's, that's crazy. Yeah. That is absolutely crazy. Oh, let's see. What's next? Packers, QB Gold. They they're pretty good. I mean, so I, so the argument is through the first twelve starts, through the first twelve starts, Rodgers, Favre, Love all have very similar numbers. Rodgers yeah. and Love are almost identical. Yeah. So I told somebody at work today that, and he was like, "Yeah, but the difference is the NFL wasn't a pass heavy." League when when uh, Favre and Rogers. When has the Packers never been a pass heavy? Well, team? I was like, well, they call Brett Favre a gunslinger, and how many passes have you seen Aaron Rodgers that he didn't like? Right, he likes them all. That is a very poor take on your fellow employee. So while the, it may not been a pass heavy league, they were pass heavy quarterbacks. Well, I mean, look at McCarthy, who was the coach during a lot of that time. No. He's now taking over at Dallas, and Dak is throwing the ball like crazy. Yeah. So, but if you look at their numbers, all three of them, and especially Love and Rodgers, very comparable yeah. numbers. Yeah. I forgot. We got to do a pick them real quick, don't we? Do we? Yeah. We, well, we don't have Wes's unless he gave them to you. No, he didn't. So, Wes is out. I never even thought about that. Uh Adam did give his. I mean, it doesn't matter. Y'all can't beat me anyway. That's true. Let's just call it. We'll just call it. I ain't worried about it. Okay. It's just three games anyway. It is three games. Army, Navy, and then the D2 games. Yeah, which I think everybody's going to pick the two number one seeds there. Adam picked Army, so I was just going to take Navy just to – because me and him are tied. Yeah. Wes is one ahead of us. So, whatever. We'll just call it. So there you go, Adam. We made up another rule. Just You're welcome. You. So, well, you got anything else? I don't, my guy. We talked a lot of football today. We did. We did. And t- I mean, heck, we talked John Calipari for dang near thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and and, uh, and it's all good content. And so. next week we get to talk banana ball. So don't forget about Monday. Yeah, yeah. We we're, we're locked in. We we've got him coming. Uh, the young professor, Yo Pro, which is, uh, uh, and then uh, tomorrow being the tenth, we've got our Christmas movie tournament starting, and it's my wife's birthday, and so I anticipate. Which, just so you know, nobody has seen. The girl, my my girls both said you have to have all three Santa Claus movies in the tournament. I tend to agree, and they they agreed with me that Home Alone two probably doesn't need to make the cut. But if you got to get it to get to sixteen, it makes sense. Like I said, I don't know that there's there's sixteen better movies. Yeah, than Home Alone two. And then they definitely said the Polar Express is a top sixteen. I don't think so. 
mostly we'll, in the fact that Tom Hanks did almost the entire movie by himself. We'll have to we'll have to see how that plays out. Yeah. So, but guaranteed, Die Hard will not be there. It will not be there. And me and you have both said the Christmas tree cake of this tournament is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, and it would utterly shock me. And I let's listen. I haven't done the random draw yet, right? Right. Uh, I, I I think that's how we're going to do it this time with a r- r- random draw. But it would shock me if it wasn't some combination of Christmas Vacation, Elf, and one of the Santa Claus movies that made the finals, and, and or maybe Home Alone one, maybe with an outside shot. And you got some Christmas Story fanatics out there. Too. I watch it every year. Yeah, I love Christmas Story. Yeah, but. It's not better than those movies we yeah. just listed, and it'll all depend on the draw. It will, right? We might wind up getting a Boyle, a Bull County uh, Corbin quarterfinals matchup between Elf and Christmas Vacation. Man, that would be devastating. Yeah, I will say I might have to cheat the rules a little bit <laughs> and do a second spin. Yeah, if it pops up a second time, then we might just go with it. Yeah, yeah. So, well, anyways, guys, another great episode as always. Make sure that you. Go out and like us on Facebook and YouTube and TikTok and Twitter and all of the above. Thank our sponsors. We appreciate each and every one of them for everything that they do for us. And uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Stay safe, friends. The MoCo Four Horsemen would like to thank you for listening to From Corner to Corner. Be sure to go out and follow us on Twitter, on TikTok, on Facebook, Instagram, and even YouTube. Whatever podcast platform that you listen to us on, be sure to go out and give us a five-star review. Thanks as always, and we look forward to seeing you next week.